0: is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa and it's time to Unleash Your Strengths. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa, so glad to be here. I'm a little fired up this morning. I'm about to take a three-day, actually a five-day, excuse me, five-day trip to Canada, and I'm taking my, my little girl with me. I'm super pumped about this. My 12-year-old my daughter, Brooklyn is gonna come with me and she's just got her passport. She's super excited and she's about to become an international traveler for the first time. (laughs) She's very excited about that. She's gonna get to see her dad do his thing. She's gonna get to experience a very beautiful country, Canada, which I have become a very big fan of. And mostly because of the people. Man, I love the people of Canada. Uh, they're just the nicest people on the planet, and they're just so cool and, and, and encouraging. I would seriously do workshops in Canada forever if I could. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I uh, we're, we're going together, and I'm excited about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm fired up because I, I put up a post on my Facebook this morning. And it was one of those kind of posts, you ever, you ever, like, you ever just run out of the words like you're just tired of saying a lot of words to explain a simple concept you know that's one thing i've noticed about developers uh, especially like if you have developer high it's really hard to just say what you mean without having to tell a long story (laughs) you know what i mean like everything has to be a story first like if i've got something to say But I'm worried that people will take it the wrong way, get upset with me. And so what I'm going to do then is I'm going to tell a story first. And that way, when I say this thing that I want to say, they'll know I'm not just trying to be a jerk. Well, this morning I put up a post, which was me just going, Oh, look, I I really want to share this with people. I really need to say this and people need to hear it and i'm going to just trust that when they read it they're not going to be upset they're going to see the value in it for them uh and so i just post it it's like one of those things i've just here it is and one of the things i love about facebook is that if you're brief if you post something on facebook and it's just four or five words facebook automatically enlarges the font you know what i mean they do that and when they do that it um it shows up it stands out right so not only is being brief on Facebook smart because the words are bigger, but it's also obviously more effective because it gets a message across quickly. Boom, right? It takes three seconds and you get a message implanted in someone's head. And this message just came from an old episode of mine that I highly encourage you to go listen to it. This, this episode will be like a supplement to it, which is the, the post was, everything happens for you. That was it. That was the whole post. Everything happens for you. And I know you're, you're listening to this and one of two things are happening. You're listening to this and you're going, damn right, Eddie. Oh yeah, that's what everybody needs to know. Everything happens for me, right? Or you're listening to this, you're listening to that comment and you're trying to find really extreme negative experiences or negative uh, things that could happen to people to prove to you that everything doesn't happen for you. One of those two things are happening right now. And so I would love for you to admit right now, which one of those two were your instincts, okay? Not the secondary thought, the instinctive thought. Which one of those was it? Was it hell yes, or hmm, let me run by, let me think of some negative experiences in my life to prove that maybe that's not true and what that instinct that that automatic response that you have what it means is that deep down in your subconscious you either agree or don't agree with that comment but whether you agree with it or not i'm going to explain to you the importance of understanding this because if you think about it if you're in a situation right now where you're trying to improve who you are like me right now i'm I'm spending all of 2020 being fully authentic, which means that I'm getting kicked in the the crotch constantly uh, because, you know, what I'm trying to do is do things completely different in many ways than I've ever done them before. And so I've learned about vulnerability and I'm learning about fear and I'm learning about stress. These are the things that I've never really ever dug deep into understanding until I've embarked on this mission of being fully authentic with everything I do. Uh, someday I'll, I'll write a book on these three things and probably some other things that are coming up. But this, um, this concept of, of make everything happen for you comes from the belief that everything happens for you. So if you're not ready to embrace this belief that everything happens for you, the directions and, and the tips that I'm going to give you on this podcast are going to fall on deaf ears. Now, if you've got connectedness as one of your high strengths, or positivity as one of your high strengths, chances are this isn't too much of a stretch for you. And I'm, and, I, and I'm gonna expect that. But if you've got strengths like restorative or or deliberative, right? Or responsibility, you've got those strengths very high. Or even belief, this is going to be a stretch. And I get it, it's all good, it's fine. I'm gonna help you anyway. You're gonna love what I'm gonna share with you. This concept that I wanna share with you is gonna piggyback off of what I talked about before, so I'm going to briefly cover it. Just real quick, re-go over what I talked about in an earlier episode on this show, which is that everything happens for you, okay? Many years ago, in fact, um, in my life, I've faced some pretty severe trauma. Some things I've talked about on this podcast, some things I haven't yet, and I say yet because I'm sure I will eventually, but my point in this is that Um, ultimately this concept really comes from choose. It's a choice. It's not about whether or not everything actually happens for me. What it's about is about understanding and believing that it could be true. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like imagine, imagine if it was true. Okay. Take a step back for a minute. Let's pretend you don't believe me and let's pretend that you, you, you don't think it's true. I want you to take a leap of faith for just a moment and imagine that it is, okay? Like really imagine that it is true. What would that mean? What would that mean for you if everything happens for you was true? Right? What would it mean? It would mean that all the things that have ever happened to you that have maybe caused trauma, right? Or just pain or embarrassment. It would have to you'd have to see that they actually happened for you. So let's do a little experiment. Okay, just off the top of your head, what was the first thing you thought of? And I'm sure you went to a very extreme like most people do. What was the first event that you thought of? And I want you to think about why was it so painful? Why was it painful? Why did it hurt so bad? Was it because it was in front of other people? Was it because it, you, it took you months or years of your life to recover? Was it because it affected not only you, but people around you? What was so, what was so bad about it? What was the emotion behind it? What was the, why was it a bad thing? And then here's where it gets really fun. And I want you to think about one, just one, but I bet you can think of tons. Think of one lesson that you earned, not learned, one lesson you earned, okay? When you're, like for example, when you're trying to motivate people or influence people online and so on, nobody gives a damn about what you've learned, okay? Nobody cares about what your college education is. This is why the whole value of a college education has gone down so fast. Nobody really cares about what you've gone to school to study. Okay, no one cares about what books you read. Nobody cares about all the trainings you've attended. What they care about is what you have sacrificed yourself for. Do you understand? What people are interested in what you are saying because you are sharing with them what you have sacrificed yourself to learn. In this case, these are lessons you earned. All right? So what is the lesson that you earned? If you were to teach this lesson to a group of people who need to earn this lesson for themselves, if you were to teach them how to navigate, navigate through the this same, this same issue, okay? What's the lesson that you would teach them? And I want you to think about like your conviction when you're teaching this lesson. Like, how certain are you that what you're talking about is accurate, is helpful, is going to make an impact on someone else's life? This right here, my friends, if you choose to use this opportunity to teach from the experiences and the lessons that you've earned, okay, you're going to see and find your influence, your power to infect or in- affect other people and make a difference in their life my podcast is purely from all the painful lessons i have earned in my life i've learned i've earned a lot i've gone through a lot of pain but i've chosen to make all of that for me so i want to share with you how to do this so that thing that you were thinking about, and you, were, you, you made a choice to think of a, an event in your life that really hurt you. And I'm gonna share one in particular that was, it's a small example, but I, and it's kind of funny, but I think it'll really sell the point and understand that even though this is a small example that I'm sharing with you here, it was a bit painful for me, a bit emotional. I felt I, it was a s- situation that happened with me in front of my daughter and her friends. And um, afterwards, I really had to, like, do some work on this because I felt bad. I felt like a terrible father. And so I'll, I'll share with you the, how I went through this process. And um, then I'll teach you how to do it for yourself at the same time. So it was my daughter's birthday, she's 13, and she decided, she no, she just turned 14, excuse me. And she decided to bring three of her friends, yes, three of her friends with her, and they wanted to go, she chose to go have lunch with them, and then go to um, one of those escape rooms, all right? She's like super into this. So her and her friends decide for her, for her birthday, they're gonna go to an escape room, and uh, they wanna go to lunch first. So we're going out to lunch, and, um, while we're at lunch, these are four teenage girls, you know. So, it's fair to assume that the, our, our table was not going to be a quiet one, right? But I went into this situation where I'm like, you know, I'll have lunch with them, you know, but I'll, I won't get in the way. That was, see, that's how it starts. You know, we, we we put ourselves in these horrible situations because we're concerned about what other people are going to think. That's where we screwed up. I screwed up in this situation because I was concerned that Jackie was going to be weirded out that her dad was having lunch with her friends. I was concerned about that. So I sat at lunch with them, but I tried to stay out of their conversations. And I just, you know, I looked at my phone and I just completely disconnected, right? Because I didn't want to be in the way. Well, what ended up happening is they were in the middle of their conversations they got really loud and they got so loud that i began to become uncomfortable and i noticed and i started thinking oh my gosh we're so loud in this restaurant and everybody is quiet but we're super loud and i immediately start telling the story that everybody in this restaurant is being annoyed by my daughter and her three friends and i start to shush everybody these are three friends two of which i know uh, but one is brand new. Never met me before. She doesn't know me. <laughs> yes. And this girl's first impression of her friend's dad is shush. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. And I don't say anything to Jackie's friends, but I, I'm shushing Jackie a lot. <laughs> I'm hoping if Jacqueline's quiet, her friends will be quiet. Because I wasn't quite comfortable yet to tell her friends to be quiet until one of her friends starts to pour syrup on her pancakes, because they had pancakes for lunch, that was her thing. She's pouring syrup on her pancakes, chanting, diabetes, diabetes. Now, this is not the sharpest tool in the shed, okay? But she is pouring the syrup on her pancakes, shouting, diabetes, diabetes. And I was like, I'm, I'm shush. I looked at it, I literally said, hey, hey. No, we don't do that here. And thankfully, this is one of the kids who knew me, so it wasn't too bad, but that's who I was at, at this lunch. I was Mr. Quiet, everybody. Stop being a teenager. So I told the story that everybody in the, in the restaurant was having a bad time, which meant, really, I was having a bad time. I was annoyed by it. That was the truth, right? And what I learned and I realized that the people in the, in the restaurant weren't having a bad time because I don't even know that they were having a bad time. I have no idea if they even heard us. I really don't. The issue was not that they could hear me, that they could hear the table. The issue is that I could hear the table and I had a problem with it. It was my problem. And I was assuming that I was standing up for everybody in that restaurant. And the result, the end result, an awkward lunch for my daughter and her birthday with her three friends, who she will probably never be cool with bringing on a lunch date with her dad again that was the reality. That was the truth. Now the rest of the, the rest of the birthday went a lot better, but obviously it was because I wasn't involved. As soon as they went into the pet, the, you know, the, what do they call it? The escape room thing. They did that by themselves. I didn't join them. So obviously they had a great time without me. Further solidifying the truth that hanging out with dad is a bad idea with your friends. And so after the party was over, I came home and I sulked for about 20 minutes. And I was like, "Wow, I really dropped the ball here." Because I did the work, right? I know I've, just, I've read the book, Loving What Is. I did the work, and I realized it was me that screwed up. So why was th- so then? Why was this a positive? Like, why did why was this experience? What was the good that came from this experience? That's the the second part you have to be able to admit to yourself. What is the good that comes, that came from the experience that I was choosing to believe was a bad one? Why was it a good thing? You see, when you look at these bad experiences and you feel bad about yourself or you feel bad that something didn't happen that you wanted to happen, if you consciously stop and try to find the good in it, what was the good What's the good of it? Instead of focusing on what sucked or what went horribly wrong, I started to look at it like, oh, this is a great reminder that I am not immune at all to getting and being in someone else's business. The good thing about this whole thing was it was a reminder to me that I am just as flawed as anybody else. And that even though I know that it's better to stay out of other people's or God's business, I can still do it. I am still capable of slipping. So what is the lesson that, that I'm taking away that made me feel, that makes me own this? Well, number one, I'm turning it into a podcast episode. Right? I'm sharing this with you so that maybe if you go on your own lunch date with your dinner, your daughters and their teenager friends, you don't make the same dumb mistake I did. That's number one. That's one reason why this is a positive. The next thing for me is to realize that knowledge, knowledge doesn't erase, doesn't make you better. And you know, I'm a strategic thinker. I've got three strategic thinking strengths in my top 10. I'm telling you right now, especially if you have three or more in your top 10, that knowledge, the gaining of knowledge and information and learning and visualizing is not, is not, it's, it's, pointless. It's not making you better if you are not out there consciously applying the things that you learn. Hear me, I'm getting fired up. Knowledge doesn't improve your skill. Knowledge only gives you direction. You still have to take one foot and put it in front of the other. Wow, right? So truthfully, as embarrassing or as painful or as sad as I felt after that lunch, I am sucking the marrow, the value, the positivity, the lessons from this experience. And now I get to apply it to every single experience I have going forward to develop the skill to stay in my business, to remember that even this simple little silly embarrassing situation happened for me but I'm making it happen for me. I'm making it work for me. See, that, that's a whole difference between happen and work, right? I'm working, this is work that I'm doing right now. So the next thing I get to do is I get to go up to my daughter and I get to tell her how bad I felt. It had nothing to do with her. She, was, she probably was like, Dad, I didn't even notice, but I noticed. And so I'm going to go and I'm gonna own it to her and let her know, I'm sorry. Dad screwed up, Dad got in everybody's business Remember that thing I taught you? I did it. And I'm going to teach her the lesson that I learned: that knowledge is crap without application, right? That's a great post right there. I can put that in from, I can put that post on Facebook tomorrow. Knowledge is crap without application. There's another one. <laughs> so I just pulled another lesson from it. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally gonna to do that. I'm gonna post that on my <laughs> Facebook page. Knowledge is crap without exp without application. And then and then I'm going to let her know that, hey, anytime she wants to take out her friends to lunch and we try it again and I stay in my business, I would love to do that. And so I just offered her a free lunch to her and her friends. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Now, can you do this? Hell yes, you can do this, right? What happened? Extract the, the, the value from it, okay? If you can't see it right now, have a commitment to find it, to find the value in it okay generate a lesson and teach and apply you have to go and you have to go do things to learn so here's the the big takeaway for you i hope that you are understanding how everything happens for you is that we take that and we say all right i'm going to make everything work for me now i'm going to make all of it work for me no matter what happens and i want you to try it this week okay that's my big challenge to you today Anytime something happens where, you've, where you're thinking to yourself, oh crap, I can't believe this is happening to me. Stop and remember this podcast. And all you got to do is say, okay, I can't see the value in this for me right now, but I will commit to finding it. And there you go. At that point now, your mind will shift and you'll start to look for it. And then you bring up your trusty 12 or 13 top strengths and you start picking a few of those strengths and go, okay, which one of these strengths can I use to help me find the value in what just happened? And then you're off. You're off staying in your business. You're off moving forward. You're off getting what you want faster instead of hesitating with everything you do. I love you. I hope you got a ton from this episode. I hope you share this episode with someone you know and love who is constantly living in the what happened to me world. And I'll share this with you, and I'm going to ask you to go ahead and share it with other people. And uh, thank you very much for listening to the show. I would love a five-star rating and review if you enjoyed the content you got today. And um, also, go head on over to UnleashMyStrengths.com get entered in to win a free planner. I'm giving them away this month and uh, I'll be sending out some emails and letting you know if you want or not. So have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next episode of Unleash Your Strengths. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, at facebook.com forward slash it This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.